Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome back in, Issel and Louis. We're taking you up until noon here on ESPN 680, 1057. Check out our friends over at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. If you're a dentist and you're looking to expand your practice, check out the Dentist Tools tab. At the top of the homepage, at DeltaDentalKY.com, you get that toolkit, all the resources you need, and the ability to join their network. Expand your practice with the Dentist Tools tab at DeltaDentalKY.com. And, of course, if you are just looking for dental coverage or vision coverage, check out our friends at Delta Dental Kentucky, DeltaDentalKY.com. A reminder, too, that Louisville is on the road in a game that they should win. Uh, on Saturday. Uh, 2 o'clock starts, so 12.30 pregame, 2 o'clock play-by-play with Paul Rogers and Bob Valvano, and of course 4.30 around then. We'll get that Coors Light postgame show with Taylor Lynch. On Over the weekend, Avery, it was the Miller Light postgame show. It is always on here as the Coors Light postgame show. Yes, now, it is the Coors Light. We are getting things changed around. Got but it. it is the Coors Light postgame To be fair, Miller Coors is one company, so I'm not really yes. speaking out of turn here. And so... Um, Dan, are you more of an MGD guy or a uh, banquet beer guy? Neither. Okay. All right. It is Budweiser or death for Dan Issel. Give him Bud or give him death. Uh, but now it is time, and I'll let Dan introduce the second. Yes. <laughs> From his broom closet. The, <laughs> the best segment of Issel and Louie, Wednesday at 11 o'clock. It's time for bologna or salami. do, 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 do. do. Okay. <laughs> you missed it last week. I had really great questions. She did. It was the best bologna and salami segment ever. Oh, well, nice of you to wait for me to leave to do that. That's, that's great. Yeah. You mm. see, mm. for some reason, I actually felt inspired last week. I don't know why, <laughs> but I felt extra inspired. <laughs> All right, first question. Does that mean you're about to go down the tubes? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out together. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. Some of these aren't my favorite, but some of them are okay. Of course. Louis's okay. back. I can't do real work. Yeah, we're all the way up to uh, some of them are okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First question. Bologna or salami? Oh, yeah. The Birmingham... St- that is correct. Stallions from the USFL drafted Malik Cunningham. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So with them drafting Malik... Their training will allow him to move up one, move up in the NFL draft by one round. Okay, so you're you, you asking, is he going to go play there? And by playing there and getting more exposure, it'll move him up in the eyes of NFL drafters. Yes, got it. This is massive baloney. 
Um, it was like a triple bologna sandwich. Um, uh, That's fried bologna. No, fried bologna is delicious. We're talking oh. triple, like cold. Got the ring uh, around the outside bologna, like not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's where I'm on that. Uh, I, I don't think Malik is going to sniff the NFL draft, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, that is definitely bologna. I think Malik ought to get to Birmingham as quick as he can because I think that's a perfect place for him in a league that nobody watches. Do you know who coaches the Birmingham Stallions, Dan? I do not. Skip Holtz. <laughs> who? Skip Holtz. That's such a funny name. Is that Co- Coach Holtz's son? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he used to coach uh, um, oh, Clemson. Gosh. Or? No, no, no. He coached uh, East Carolina and uh, South Florida and then Louisiana Tech for like 10 years. Yeah. So. All right, go ahead. Next one. All right. <laughs> Bologna or Salami? Will Levis will remain a first-round draft pick this year. First of all, you mispronounced his name. I know I did, but I wrote down the real name. It's Will Left Us. I know. And every, every not only first round, but, I mean, high first round. I, th- I think the lowest I've seen him projected any place was number 13. So I don't get it. But that's that's salami. He's gonna be a, he's gonna be a first round pick because he's got a cannon for an arm, Louis. Yeah. Look, if you know how to eat bananas with the peels on, absolutely. I mean, that's what the NFL is looking for. Or drink coffee with mayonnaise. That's it, man. That's what they're if looking for. You know how to for. go seven and six and show up to a bowl game when absolutely. you're training for the for the NFL draft and stand there next to your teammates and not play. That's what they're looking for. So yeah, it's massive salami. Okay, um, if can uh, bologna or salami? Let's see if I can actually say this question right. Oh boy! Do you do you read these beforehand or? I do. <laughs> okay. Mm. I, my mouth just doesn't know how to work. Because you would never guess it listening to you talk now. <laughs> I know my mouth just doesn't know how to work. It oh, picks man. and chooses when it does. Bologna or salami? If Kentucky basketball goes three and one in the last four games, the game they will lose will be Auburn. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go baloney on that uh, because um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, Auburn is in Rupp and Arkansas is on the road, and Kentucky has a real has had a real hard time playing at, at Arkansas. And Auburn, just like Tennessee, they don't seem to be as good now as they were at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to go baloney because I think if they go three and one. It's the Arkansas game that they lose. Okay. You give an interesting predicament here because actually, if they go three and one and their wins are at Florida and at Arkansas, those are better wins than beating Auburn at home. So, in the grand scheme of things, your scenario is the best one. It's not right, but it's the best one. So, it's baloney. Uh, I agree with Dan. Their most likely loss on the schedule is at Arkansas to close the season. The regular season. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. I, I'm i in a weird mood this week. You are in a weird mood. I am. And it's not just this week. Keep going. <laughs> this week it's just been extra weird. <laughs> Bologna or salami? Right. Louisville basketball will beat Georgia Tech by 15 points on Saturday. Ooh. The last uh, time it was 10 points. 10 points last time? Okay. They're playing better than then. Okay. I, I don't hate that question, Dan. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm going to say that's baloney. 
I'm a little concerned now with Blank telling me they got a good player back. Um, and they they gave Pittsburgh, if you saw the score, they gave Pittsburgh all that Pittsburgh wanted in Pittsburgh last night. So now I'm a little worried about them winning at all. They sure aren't going to win by 15 points. So that's baloney. Uh, Louisville up to 307 in the net, um, in case anyone's looking for that. Um, Break that 300 barrier. I mean, look. Get to 299. That's a million dollars per 100 rankings in the net for Kenny Payne. Um, I, uh... <laughs> what? You're, you're, I'm glad I don't go through the life as skeptical <laughs> as you do. Glad I have a better outlook on things. Oh, man. I was thinking about this last night. I don't think Kenny Payne ever makes the NCAA tournament here. Why? I think he's going to be here three years. Why do we trust that he's going to bring players in? Uh, anyways, um, uh, I will go baloney, but I I absolutely expect with how they played at Duke and how they've been playing recently that they should, to me, they should go down there and win that game. They should go do it. Hmm. All right, final question. And this one, I'm probably going to butcher it. I believe you. But I'm going to try because we say his name a lot. Baloney and salami, you're going to butcher it. I get it, Avery. Good one. <laughs> Oh, I totally that wow, I did not expect that. That was not intentional. <laughs> Bologna or salami? Jokic. Yep. Will be the Yay! Okay. Okay, the rest of the question. You, you know, to get to get off easy, just call him Joker. Okay. Joker will be the the MVP NBA MVP this year. That's a lot of letters. I, okay, I'm, I'm getting out of the way. Dan is invested in this, and and so I'm interested in what he'll say about, about Nicola here. Uh, you know, I didn't think that he would because, you know, the people that have won three MVPs in a row, uh, I mean, it's a who's who of basketball. It's, it's Wilt, it's Russell, and it's Bird. Um but, uh, as I, I brought up, I think, last week, uh, they did a straw poll, and Jokic got like 77% of the votes, and, and Denver's going to win the West. Uh, there's no question about that. I mean, they've got like a five-game lead with 20 games to go. They're going to win the West. So, I'm going to go Salami. I'm, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Uh, I'm going to say the big fella. I mean, he is a walking triple-double. Um, I'm going to say he wins the third one in a row. I hope you're right. It, it is so commonplace for us who, you know, p- for people who follow sports, to once someone does something, we forget how great it is when they do it again, right? And, and you know, I, I think of Lamar Jackson, for example. Like, I think people eventually started to take him for a little for granted around here. Like, like the fact that the guy never took a big hit in college is unbelievable. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, and there are other examples of this um, three in a row. It's a little like Heisman voting to me, like that, that voters don't want to do it. So I'm happy to hear from you that that straw poll went the way that it did, because I do think he is incredibly not just one of the very best players in the league. He's incredibly valuable to what they do in Denver. No question. And so um, I, I they will, wouldn't they wouldn't be sniffing 
the the best record oh, in no, the West no, if no, they no. didn't have him. No, totally agree. And so uh, if Dan says salami, I will I will lean into his NBA knowledge um, and and also go salami. Do you know? Uh, and and I can't. That's a good remember. question for Jay Davis tomorrow. By the way, I, I can't remember if I brought this up last week uh, with Mike or if it was the week before with you. But I, I mentioned the three players that have won uh, three consecutive MVPs. Uh, Wilt won during that run. Wilt won one championship. Okay. But remember, he was playing against Russell. Correct. And and the Boston Celtics. Russell won the NBA championship all three years mm. that he was the MVP, and Bird won it. Won the NBA championship two of those three oh, okay. years, wow. and and Jokic hadn't won any. So um, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned about him winning a third consecutive MVP. I, I'd like for him to win the NBA championship. Uh. Yeah, I I think that that would be a nice. Obviously, you know, you want to get the ring when you're when you're in, when you're talking about that kind of company. Um, did you know that Georgetown is ranked uh, 87 spots better in the net than Louisville right now? And people are screaming about how bad of a job um, Patrick. Patrick Ewing's doing. Yeah, just saying. Okay, all right, just you know, whatever. But um, but if, but if I'm not mistaken, I think Patrick's been there six years. Just saying. Okay. Kenny's been here not quite one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So getting uh, getting a little, uh, little 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 head patty around here. And I just want to make sure that people understood how still historically miserable the season is. Yeah. Thank you, Avery. Good, good, job. Jo- good job, Avery. Those were good questions. Thanks. I was actually able to talk this week for the most part. Yeah. I'm just, proud of uh, myself. Yeah. When they I, draft it, it, uh, left us to, to Denver, are you going to get season tickets? Draft who? Left us to, uh, to the Broncos. Are you going to get some season tickets? No. Okay. Right. No, that I would not. It 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 is a nightmare <laughs> to go down there and fight that traffic, and um, you know I, I I I used to when I was younger, I'd I'd pick out a game or two. I had a uh, I had a really good friend who actually. Hey Dan. Yeah. What is when I was younger? What does that mean? Uh, like when I was playing, uh, oh, or, okay. when, or okay. when I was coaching, um, I had a really good friend who owned the orange crush distributorship. Oh, I mean, he had a bunch of pops, but obviously, you know, you couldn't keep the orange crush on the shelves, uh, back when they had the orange crush defense and all that. And he had a box. And so he would invite me once or twice a year, Sherry and I, um, to go to his box, and so you know, and he and we got a parking pass. So uh, under those circumstances, I would go, but I'm not going down there and sit sit outside and 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 watch it. I'll stay right here in my family room. <laughs> All right, well, good enough. All right, well, that was uh, Bologna Salami. Thank you, Avery. Here on ESPN six eighty one five seven on Islam. We'll be taking you till noon. Bobby V will have you after us. Um, so play by play, by the way, as well. Um, I, rem- I I mentioned Louisville Georgia Tech on Saturday. We're going to have a bunch of games on Saturday um, as we, you know, get to the the true gritty and nitty, Dan, uh, of the season here. Crunch time. Uh, crunch time. Crunch time. Very yeah. crunchy. Uh, yeah. Indiana-Purdue, by the way, is on Saturday night. 7-15, we'll have that on, uh, on 93.9. We have a Gonzaga game late on Saturday, 9-45, uh, against St. Mary's. That'll be here on 680-1057. That's on the road at St. Mary's. That's a big That'll matchup, actually. That'll be a good one. That's a big yep. matchup, actually. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun to watch when, you know, teams like Gonzaga are good, 
and then other teams in the conference play catch up. And so I think the the most obvious example was a couple of years ago when Jeff Walls got it rolling with the women's team across the street here. That Kentucky basketball on the women's side got much better too for some reason. It seems like you know there's there's it seems to for some reason uh, be in equilibrium with some of those things. And so it's fun watching you know St. Mary's a lot better. Um, I'm trying to think who else in the in the in that uh, WCC. Um, a rising tide, Louis. There you are. Um, uh, Santa Clara's in the top 100 in the yep. net. BYU's in the top 100. Um, you know, uh, Loyola Marymount is in uh, is 102 in the net. I mean, like, you know, all those teams being in that, you know, in a lesser conference, smaller conference, I should say, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to watch them. R- rising tide, Dan, rising tide. Yeah. There you go. Did you ever, did you ever play BYU? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. No. Have you ever been out there? To BYU? Yeah, Provo? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's beautiful. It, it, well, it's uh, it's set up in the in the mountains, right? Um, you know, Salt Lake City is a is a lot like Denver in that it's kind of a valley and has a big mountain range behind it. And both Utah, which I've also been to, and BYU are set up in the mountains. No, they're they're beautiful campuses. Stunning that the mayor of uh, Provo, Utah, is a Republican. Stunning. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know that. Do they have any Democrats in in Utah? In Utah? <laughs> no. The answer is no. Ah, oh, good stuff. All right. Well, uh, I, where do you want to go next, Dan? Because we got about uh, ten minutes here before our next break. Uh, well, let's do let let let's save the the bottom one till last. Okay. Let let let's go to the uh, UK beer sales. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, are you surprised that the peasantry is going to be able to uh, purchase alcohol at a baseball game? Yes. Yes, because Mitch has fought this for uh, as long as he could possibly fight it. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a bad look. It's a bad look, Louie, that people up <laughs> in the suites can, you know, can drink all they want. And the guy sitting right outside the glass can't. Uh, and so I'm sure he's been under some pressure. Not only... For people who want to drink at the athletic events, but for the revenue that I'm sure it would produce. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if they sold beer and seltzer to 60,000 people? Can you imagine what UK is going to make off of that? Right. But anyway, they've gone a pilot program, Louie, pilot, pilot program. Uh, they're selling beer and seltzer at uh, UK baseball and UK softball games. Now, I don't know how it can be a pilot program when you uh, have 14 people at these events, but evidently they thought this was a good place to start. And if the 14 people, you know, didn't fall down as they were walking out, they might consider doing it at football games, too. But um, interesting quote from the baseball coach. Uh, He said, yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of it if that brings more fans to the game." Now, you know, if if having a beer, uh, if, if having a beer, if, if I was going to have a beer and I had a choice to go to uh, the local watering hole uh, sports bar or to go to a UK baseball game, I'm probably going to choose the former. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, that the UK baseball is going to be anybody's destination to have a beer. Um, coach, if you want more fans to show up, 
be better at baseball. That that that's what will bring them in. Selling beer isn't going to make any difference. I think they had. I think they had uh, the first game, first home game. Uh, they just had. I think they had 1,100 people uh, at at the baseball game. So uh, obviously, being able to buy a beer didn't didn't exactly <laughs> increase the crowd. My favorite part of the article was that the Evansville player that they show in a picture with like 20 people in the crowd behind him. His name is Chase Hug. And I don't know why the name Chase Hug delights me, but it does. I think it's great. I feel like he probably needs a hug with that name. <laughs> Chase Hug. I, I, I feel bad for him, but also I, I'm kind of feeling the name. So Nick Mingione took the job in 2017. Do you know the last time Kentucky made the NCAA tournament? Uh, it was, yeah, before that. Well, 2017, his first year. So not his dudes. And uh, just his uh, his first year in the helm. They have not been back to the tournament since then. So I'm with you. Uh, it, I think more people would go to the games if they didn't stink. So, um, yeah. So, pretty yeah. so what do you think of selling beer at the baseball? <clears throat> this is softball? one of those that I don't care about for some reason. And I think it's funny that rich people can do it and, and the peasantry can't. Um, I My favorite reaction to this story was Mark Blankenbaker's idea or it might have been Diener, actually, that um, a couple of people from Louisville should go to a couple of these baseball games and get really drunk and and cause a scene and, like, throw up in the in the aisle or something so that Mitch is like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> you guys can't hold your liquor. I'm cutting it off. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, it'll... Um I, I don't think that if it's a pilot program uh, for football, I think uh, you'll probably be able to buy beer at uh, Commonwealth Stadium in the fall. I uh, my what's the Reagan line? Uh, your 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 guy Ronald Reagan. Um, nothing more permanent than a temporary government program, something like that. Uh, my <laughs> sense is the temporary selling of seltzers and uh, Bud Light is going to be um, more permanent than uh, than they're suggesting, of course. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of hugs. You didn't have a chance to watch the, the Tennessee, hugs. the the Tennessee uh, Texas A and M game last night, did you? I did not watch that game last night. Yeah, it was a really good game, except you know who was calling it? <laughs> Frick, frickin' frack! Oh my goodness! And and Dykes gets up and and demonstrates the you the the Tennessee defense. And he calls it the bear hug, and 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 he gets down in a stance, and and he he has holds his arms out, and he said that's that's what that's the defense at Tennessee. They call it the bear hug defense, and then he turns, and he and Ravage hug each other, on on TV. I mean. <laughs> He comes up with stuff, and and then they, they, he comes up with stuff that uh, he he started a line I've never heard um, the the line of scrimmage defense line of scrimmage defense <laughs> that's football isn't it Jimmy no no the line of scrimmage I mean they they come up with some of the dumbest things the bear hug defense please. More Bear Hug Talk next.
Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. And welcome back to the last segment for this Wednesday. And, of course, this hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer a comprehensive vision plan through Delta Vision. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. You can call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. All right, Dan, name the racetrack. You ready? Yep. Here are the number of entries in each of the eight races being run at the track today. 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 11, 14, and 14. Turfway Park. Get at it. Let's go. Little Florence on a Wednesday. All right, Dan. Turfway um, Park. <laughs> and, and I'm just looking during the break. I uh, pulled up Gulfstream. <laughs> and at Gulfstream, you're more like six, yep. five, okay. seven, yep. five, seven. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's better I don't up know here. How we got there? Because <laughs> I'm a degenerate, Dan. All right. Um, I I did want to get into you know let's let's talk about what it's the anniversary of, and it yes. is now the the 43rd anniversary of this. Um, and I really I, I texted my dad this morning. Never heard back from him. So they must be traveling. Um, because <laughs> this or else he just doesn't want to talk to you. I, I wouldn't want to talk to me. But uh, the uh, it's the anniversary of the miracle on ice and. Yes. Um, I think people, the one thing people forget, it wasn't for the gold medal. They actually had to win one more. Right. Game it, was, it was the semifinal. Yeah. You know. And uh, the, the Americans beating the Soviets. Uh, one of my favorite conspiracy theories about this, uh, Dan, was on. Uh, did you ever watch the X-Files, the show when it was on? No. Okay. Not your, not your genre? Mm, I, I watch very little television that isn't related to sports. Sure. Um, or... Uh, you know, eighty-year-old comedies. <laughs> Got it. Um, I mean, at you know, at at seven o'clock, Prime and I go our separate ways. Yeah, and she she's watching, you know, The Voice and The View and the, all, all this stuff that she has taped. I I couldn't sit there for thirty seconds. Got it. Okay, and um, th- one of them was that th- there's this guy who's. Not in the government, but he's kind of in the government. He's the smoking man on the show. And he's kind of in the background of all of these things. He's involved with extraterrestrial stuff, and he's involved with blah, blah, blah. And he claims the reason that Trechak was so bad in that game, the goalie for the Soviets, was because he was wearing a class ring with a little needle on the bottom, and he tapped him on his glove hand on his shoulder, and it was a, a, a mild sedative, so his glove hand was a little slow for that game. That's why the Americans won. It's, <laughs> I love, I love that conspiracy theory that someone actually like poisoned the goalie uh, for us to win. Uh, it sounds like you were watching the game. Was it on tape delay at that watch, point? I was watching it on TV. Do you, Al Michaels? Do you believe in miracles? Can you find and that? That's, and that's exactly what it was. It was a miracle that uh, just to, to give. To give our listeners an idea of how dominant this Russian team was, they had won the gold medal in the Olympics four oh, years in a row. Right. Four Olympics in a row, yeah. Right. Four Olympics in a row. Right. They had an exhibition, a three-game exhibition uh, series with an NHL all-star team. I think I read 13 people 
on that NHL all-star team are in the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> and, and, and the Russians beat them two out of three. The third game was 6 nothing Russians. They had played the United States in an exhibition game before the Olympics started, and I think the score was eleven to three. Ten to three, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ten to three. Yep. I mean, this this was at that time the greatest hockey team ever assembled. Oh, I think that's right. Yeah. And and the United States beat them in the in the Olympics, and then who they was it Finland that they beat. Because uh, after they beat Russia, yeah, everybody everybody watched the gold medal game. Right, yeah. And I think it was Finland that they beat in the gold medal game. But no, I watched that game live. I can I can remember it very well. Yeah. All right, here's a call. Uh, uh, for the, go ahead and play this one. Al Michaels. Well, do you want like oh. the minute-long <laughs> one, or do you want the eight-second one? No, give us the minute. The minute's great. Okay, then I need to go to that one. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Herb Brooks, obviously the uh, the, the and coach. his crack with a K producer Avery Dale. At least I asked. <laughs> At least I asked. Yeah, they beat Finland in the final game. The Soviets took the silver medal by beating uh, Sweden, uh, or took the uh, bronze medal. Excuse me, by beating Sweden. So there you go. Um, I, I think that's one of those games. It's like the uh, Will Chamberlain hundred point game. There's like eight thousand seats, but eighty thousand people were there. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, go ahead and play. Now Petrov controls. Back to Parlamov. Skating in on the left side. Into the American end. 55 seconds. But Mikhailov has the puck. Mikhailov sweeping in. Out in front. Backhander goes wide. I think Creighton have got a just a piece of it. Mikhailov. Back out to Billy Legendov. 43 seconds remaining. Morrow. Checked into the boards. It comes back to center ice. 38. 37 seconds left in the game. Petrov with it. The Americans on top. 4 to 3. Long shot. Craig able to get a piece of it to sweep it away. 28 seconds. The crowd going insane. Carlemont. Shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is back there. Now Johnson. 19 seconds. Johnson over to Ramsey. Bill Lechenov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in Merrick? That the hair still stands up on my arm, Louis. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so cool. And and you know, earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, athletic events that kind of rise the the country. That was certainly that was certainly one. I referenced it yesterday when we were talking about Red McCombs. This mm. was a time in our country's history where interest rates were like nineteen percent. And in in the I saw this in the uh, article I was reading this morning. The next day in the New York uh, Daily News, the headlines were um, inflation reaches 18 percent. And then in a smaller headline underneath, UK defeats Russia in hockey. Mm. Inflation was 18%. Interest rates were 19%. Yeah. And, and, and that, that really kind of brought us out of the malaise that the country was in, if just for a short period of time. But uh, it, it was one of those events 
in sports that, you know, kind of made everybody feel better about the situation. Uh, text are coming down. Jim Craig played out of his mind in that game the whole Yes, he actually. did. Yeah, no, that's right. And, yep. and um, my dad tells the story, and I, I really – damn it, Dad. Um, he, uh, he, he was a young guy at that point, so he would have been 24. And uh, so my parents uh, – my, my mother became pregnant when they were just out of high school. And my dad graduated high school at 17, so they – he, he turned 18 on January 4th and they got married on January 10th. My brother was born in May. And so my dad went through college and law school working full time at GM and, 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 you know, raising, you know, being married and, and, and raising my, you know, my, my brother. And then I was born at the end of his time in law school. So they're broke. And I mean, Special broke. broke. <laughs> Special broke. Like, my dad yeah. described that the house they were in was so small that the furnace was on the front porch. Okay? <laughs> this is the house I was born into, okay? And, and my dad describes watching the game and being so excited because he's sitting there by himself <clears throat> watching the game that he grabs a pan and a spatula and he runs out on the front porch and starts hitting the pan and other neighbors he starts to see them come out of their houses because of course it's Detroit everybody's watching the hockey game right sure and and he, he describes like this moment he has with all of his neighbors who come outside and they're all screaming and yelling and all this stuff and I've never gotten to have that moment as a sports fan I've never gotten to have yeah. That. yeah see that that's what that's what I just I just said that it just it, it made every, I mean you know things were not good in the country and it just made, and you know, even for that 10 minutes, 15 minutes, it just made everybody feel a whole lot better. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'd love to hear his voice because even when he talks about it today, he's still, it, like you said, like you, you know, the hair, you know, still yeah. stands up on your arm and all that yeah, kind of absolutely. stuff. Like, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's a, um, by the way, the, um, <clears throat> of miracles and men is the 30 for 30 on this on ESPN. So if you have ESPN plus, you can go find these. Um, and it's, it's actually through um, the Soviet lens. So, Whoa. Oh, have you not seen this? No. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's what you're doing tonight. Boom. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. 30 right. for 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of miracles and men. And you, you always, and we do this with everything. You forget who's on the other side when your team wins. Right. And, mm. and so, who those guys were in the Soviet Union, I mean, that was there, essentially, that was there at the time, of course, during the Cold War, Dan, and you can speak way better to this than I can, of course. They were the the shining star of the Soviet Union. They would go around the world, and, and I mean, they started the, uh, the what, what was known as the Canada Cup and, the, um, and all those things. I mean, they in the early 70s, they started traveling the world with with this team and they were they were the absolute stars in presenting to the world hey communism works because you know we've got these great athletes right. and look how disciplined yeah. these guys are and blah 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 and, I mean I mentioned um, Trechak the goalie I mean he's still in, in in their lower house of parliament he's a, he's the director of of like the fitness committee for whatever for their you know for the for the Russians right now I mean like these guys were that important to the to the Soviet you know to the Soviets and to the Soviet Union and so it's a it is a fascinating watch um, uh, uh, about about their essentially their experience yeah. and what happened afterward. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, during that time, I mean, that was th- there was such competition 
uh, between the Americans and the Russians. Uh, and like, who's going to be the first person in space? Oh, it yeah. was a comp- it was a competition. Who's going to put uh, and and Yuri Gagarin, I believe, was the Russian, the first Russian in space. And so uh, they beat us to space, but then we beat them to the moon. And and the and their athletic programs were where they really uh, chose to show you know the 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 strength or in their minds right. how successful communism could could be i i've said this before i was inducted in my hall of fame class louis there was a lady uh we think there was a lady who was bigger than bill walton taller than bill walton bigger around than bill walton and she never lost a game Mm. playing basketball in russia Imagine that. Over her career, she never lost a game. And so, yeah, it was that was in the Cold War. That's it was a real competition. And for a bunch of 21 year old kids to beat the best hockey team ever assembled. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. Um, Texture pointing out to the Iran, a hostage situation was also going on at that point. Um <laughs> Texture thirty for thirty. I thought you were talking Chris Mack there for a second. <laughs> nope, not doing that. Uh, texture also pointing out that the U.S. was behind Finland in the gold medal game in the, the famous Herb Brooks uh, between periods uh, speech. Essentially, look, you beat you beat the Russians and then you come back and lose this game. You're gonna you're gonna have to live with that with the rest of your bleeping lives. So, um, yeah, no, I, I I I guess Herb Brooks cursed a lot more than they had in that movie. <laughs> like a lot more like it was just bleep 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 all the time now as a guy who spent a lot of time in hockey locker rooms a lot of cursing it was just a lot yeah. of cursing so it's just there's, part a of the lot of cur- there's a lot of cursing in every locker room <laughs> <laughs> at least in the good ones yeah right um and so yeah um texture saying there's nothing worse than walking into b-dubs and a bunch of dgens sitting around saying come on three get up i i think there's worse things than that um <laughs> i think there are worse things um tom hart and jimmy dykes on the call tonight for the UK game. We like Tom Hart. Tom Hart's fine. Yeah, Tom Hart's great. We like Tom Hart. Tom Hart. I wish we we could have had him on. <laughs> why, is, uh, why is Dan in a well today? It's a good question, Texter. I don't know. <laughs> I, it, you know, I, I think it has something to do. And believe me, I am very technology uh, under, uh, underwhelmed here. But I think it has something to do when I listen to uh, the first replay okay. on on my, on my phone. All right. Because when I when I listen to that and then try to get hooked up the next day, it it doesn't turn out well. But I'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll figure it out. Because <laughs> I Friday I want I want to come through crystal clear when I'm in Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. We still have that fight song up. <laughs> I I. <laughs> You think I can memorize the words in three days? Oh, yeah. I'm stunned. Your memory is unbelievable. So I, I'm always stunned at what you remember. And and so, no, I, I'm very convinced that you can uh, you can definitely learn that fight song in, in a couple days, for sure. Yeah. Like, I can't find one with, like, the actual lyrics. Okay. Like, singing them. Can we just loop the, the fight song behind the show, the rest of the show? Yeah. All right, let's just do that. Like, I will I'm gonna... say, it's 
this I'm gonna Google I'm gonna Google the words. The lyrics look really simple. <laughs> They're calling out other schools. Nice. Like uh, that. Kansas <laughs> Fight oh. Song. Oh. Here we go. Kansas Fight Song lyrics. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kansas, I'm a Jayhawk. That's the name of it. Talk about the Sooners, the Cowboys, and the Buffs. Well, this is a long time ago. Talk about the Tigers and his tail. Talk about the Wildcats and those corn husking boys. But I'm the bird that makes them weep and wail. Because <laughs> I'm a J, 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 J hawk up in Lawrence on the car. What's the car? Up at Lawrence on the car. K A W. Because I'm a J, 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 J hawk with a sis boom hip hurrah. <laughs> That's all I got. Written in 1912. <laughs> Copyright 1920. Yeah, they still. Man, oh man. They, they have they have teams in there that aren't in the league anymore. <laughs> in the your face, Cornhuskers. The, bu- the Buffs and the Cornhusking Boys. Riding on a Kansas Gale. That's our team. Man, oh man, you're gonna kill Streetle. This is great. Oh. <laughs> Do you think he'll take away your uh, BBN card altogether today, Dan? Probably. There you go. Probably. I didn't know he was the authority, but here we are. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know what? I know some people. I can get it back. I guess that's good. I know some people oh. who know some people. Okay. I will say, it's a very fun one. It sounds like a fight song. Yeah. It, right. It's yeah, so yeah. fun. Right. I, I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite uh, quotes that I, that I remember hearing live, and it was uh, it was Kirk Herbstreit. He was doing a college football thing, and he said something about Michigan, and he said something like, "You know, bleep them and bleep this, and it, but damn it, if they don't have a great fight song, something like that." You know, <laughs> 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 like that. it was a pretty great. Was a pretty uh, great uh, so you I'm know. Good. Go I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn the lyrics just to impress the people I'm sitting with. I'm with the you. Game. Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be shocked that I know the lyrics. All right. So uh, something that you and I talked about early in our tenure on this show, which is now seven months old. Um, can you believe that? I can. Hmm. Oh, trust me, I can. Um, the uh, <laughs> was. The TV deals, because the Big Ten TV deal came out oh, around the yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. when we yeah. started doing the show. And it was good It was good fodder for the summer because, you know, we were either going to talk about Scott Satterfield um, or... Did you, not to interrupt <laughs> you, but did you see yesterday Scott Satterfield uh, hired his offensive coordinator? <laughs> what? How long have you been in Cincinnati, Scott? Yesterday he hired his offensive coordinator. My favorite not, thing, my favorite thing, jump into it was like two weeks ago he addressed the Ohio football high school coaches for the first time. Mm, you, they were, you were in Louisville for four years and you never addressed the Ohio high school football coaches. What are you doing, man? Oh, oh, well. I, oh it's unbelievable. Anyways, so the Pac-12 is talking about you know their new deal. 
And a lot of this, Dan, is conjecture so that they'll get a, you know, a better bid from someone else and, hey, we can go to this place. But something I suggested might happen with the SEC and part of their new deal is that like Amazon would buy part of the rights like they did Thursday Night Football or Apple TV or whatever. And the Pac-12 is talking about a deal with Apple. Now, if I'm a Pac-12 fan, I don't, I don't care as long as I know where the games are going to be. It's one of the reasons I don't hate the Big Ten deal is because I really just have to have three stations. Right, and so as long as I have access to those, I'm good to go. I can watch everything. But this this article is super negative, and and it's by Chris Vanini. If people don't know his work, he's based in Dallas. I think he might be a Michigan State grad, actually. Um, but he he thinks there's a huge negative response, you know, possibility with this. Are, is he? Is this old man get off my lawn? You need to be on ESPN, or or is he? Or do you think he's right? Um. Uh, yes. Okay. The, the answer. The answer is yes. Uh, what I what I'm thinking when I read this. What I'm thinking is number one, the Pac-12 without UCLA and Southern Cal it is not. I've got to have this on my station uh, stuff, and and I'm guessing. That ESPN is number one, lowballing them. Of course. And number two, part of the deal is we're going to tell you when you can play. Uh, you know, and and a lot of these games because of other content, because of other games, you know, they have all these Pac-12 games at night when most of the East Coast has gone to bed, and so I'm guessing with Apple, they're they're probably getting close to the same amount but more importantly i'm guessing they can have afternoon games on saturday again right um so i i can understand what they're doing and why they're doing it uh which makes it i I guess okay but uh i'd be real careful because there's about 97 streaming streaming services out there right and as this article pointed out, streaming hasn't exactly saved television. Uh, do we think it's going to save the Pac-12? Right. And I would say probably not. If the Pac-12 goes to Apple Plus, I won't be watching the Pac-12. It's pretty. No, simple, me right? neither. It's pretty simple. Me neither. I, I, I mean, I've got, I, I've got three or four streaming services now. You know, I got Netflix. I got Paramount Plus. I've got Amazon. What else do we have? Uh, you know, I'm I'm done paying ten dollars a month on top of my cable bill. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to pay three hundred dollars a month to watch TV. There you go. All right. Blank is walking around screaming at people. Um. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Holy moly. You okay? I'm never okay, Dan. The um, yeah. No, the streaming thing is interesting. I wonder how much. You know, because they're talking about with the Big Ten, you know, Big Ten Plus and all the, you know, Louisville is required to have a certain number of games on streaming as part of their ACC network deal and that kind of stuff. But to go fully to Apple Plus, like I said, if I'm a Stanford fan, whatever, like I wouldn't hate it because I know it's six bucks a month and I just go get it and I'm done. But right. as far as the exposure nationally, it's not a good thing for sure. No, yeah. no. I mean, I, I can see I can see that, you know, if if. If you're a fan of of a team 
or, or if they're in, you know, your your neck of the woods, I can see signing up. I, I can't see anybody uh, east of the Mississippi signing up for Apple TV so that they can watch Pac-12 football. Yeah, no, I think that's right. So, All right, what do you got tonight? What, what's your final score for uh, Kentucky, Florida? Kentucky, a three-point favorite on the road. Uh, but, but uh, again, and I, I don't understand this, Kentucky's a favorite, but in the matchup predictor... Well, they're assuming Castleton. He's not, he's not playing. The matchup predictor doesn't have injuries built into it. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, I, I say the Cats win by six. Okay. That sounds right. 70-64 kind of game? It sure, it sounds right. I said it. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go seventy-one, sixty-four cats tonight. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that's probably the right area too. Yeah, yeah. I did not see the over/under on this game. What was that noise? Um, you okay, Dan? Yeah, I, I just got, I just got a text from my man in in Lawrence. Oh. So he wants he wants to know <laughs> he wants to know if I need to be picked up at the airport. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you think he'll understand? I'm bringing my Tinder date in the car. Avery, do you have a response to that? Dan's just working out getting sugar babies at this point. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, if Sharon, if. She, if Sherry, if Sherry knows what Tinder is, I'll teach her a lesson. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Get God. <laughs> oh. So, so you're picking seven. I'm, I'm writing this down. 7164. 7164. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, also, I'm also turning the sound down. I don't need any bear hug defense or any <laughs> line of scrimmage defense. Listen to Goose. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't. I don't know how to sync. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah, maybe good. you can show me that next time I'm in. Sounds good. I'm in low. Little pause button, Dan. Little pause. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I've got to go learn the uh, lyrics to the Kansas fight song. And um, that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon. And uh, we will be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680, 105.7. Join us tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Have a great day, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.